I'm Patty. And I'm Gina. And we're Imperfect Sisters. Mothers. Daughters. Wives. <clears throat> Ex-wives. Blah, 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 blah. 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 And we're co-authors of the Imperfect Parenting book, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid. And this is our podcast. Welcome to Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, The Imperfection Connection. Hello, everyone out there in Podland, Dad, Aunt Edna. Who's Aunt Edna? I don't know. And all our loyal listeners, it's Gina. And here with me today is none other than my work wife, my much older sister and partner in, per- in imperfection, Patty. Hello there, Patty. Hello, Gina. And hello, good pod people. Pat, I'm so excited that you let me open this episode. Did I have a choice? No, I just started talking first. But do you remember, speaking of episodes, what number this is? What is episode number five? Correct. And this podcast, I have to say, has been going swimmingly well. I'm not sure if anyone is listening, but I think the important thing is, Pat, we're working together toward a common goal. And Wait a minute, it's not that weight loss goal, is it? Because no. that's just not realistic for no, me. we're working together towards a common goal, something, we, and we're getting along. We never did that in childhood. But, and let's face it, the pressure of having a podcast, it could have, it probably could have killed a lot of sisterly relationships. Well, truth be told, there are times when I do want to kill you, but that's another podcast for another day but i do have to ask you yes what exactly did you mean by this podcast pressure well patty there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in the biz you know we have to decide what we're going to wear what pajamas we have to pick a beverage of the day sticking to that whole like no swearing thing like whew you're damn right. And the added pressure of remembering to hit the record button. Yes, that record button. And, you know, most of these pressures would have killed a lot of sisters because, and, and a lot of sisterly relationships, because as you know, being in a relationship is hard. In fact, marriage is especially hard when you have the stress of raising kids with disabilities, which, as it just so happens, Patty, that makes an excellent lead in. Note I didn't say segue because they haven't agreed to sponsor our podcast. Nor did you say subway. We didn't take the subway here because they also (laughs) did not agree to be an advertiser for our podcast. Not that we asked them either. Right, right. Right, but it's a missed opportunity for them nonetheless. But that's actually a a great lead into the subject of this week's podcast, how raising special needs kids can affect relationships. We talk about this a lot in our book. Did we mention we wrote a book? You know, Patty, I am not certain we have. Well, we wrote a book called Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, available on Amazon.com, BarronsandNoble.com, and all major retailers. In that book, we talked about how differently our partners, your husband at the time and my husband, how they manage the stress differently from us. Yes, pod people. And since this is such an important topic, we've decided to bring in yet another guest. In fact, this will be our third Numero three guest. It's been just a revolving door here, Patty, at the podcast. In fact, because of this, we have a huge announcement. That's right. Your imperfect pod host, that would be Gina and I, the cheapskates that we are, we decided to spring for a third microphone for our guests. That we now call the shut up guest microphone. Though, Pat, we certainly wouldn't ever tell a guest to shut up, though, in the spirit of imperfect honesty, which is what you and I are all about, I may have told this particular guest to shut up on more than one occasion. And we should mention that although we did spring for the third microphone, our guests do not get to wear headphones. No, no. Because they have not earned that. They're not in the biz like us. They're not in the biz. Yep. But speaking of our guests, 
do you think we should tell the Good Pod people who our guest is? I'm sure they're just dying to know. Oh, I'm sure that's why they tuned in. Saying, Today- who are those two imbeciles going to have on for a guest this time? <laughs> we'll put up with them this week. Today's guest here with us in the studio to discuss the subject of relationships and special needs parenting is none other than, drumroll please, my imperfect but lovable husband, Mike. That's my partner for 27 years. Holy moly, the two of you have been putting up with each other for that long? Oh! Anyway, and they said it would never last. Oh, there's days we think it won't, Patty. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as someone who shared a childhood bedroom with you, I know you're not easy to live with. Nor were you. No, and um, so I have great empathy and sympathy for Mike. Um, But we're going to be taking a break, but when we come back, we're going to introduce you to Mike. And Wait a minute, so we're going to have a Mike on a mic? It's I called think, Mike on Mike. I think that's another milestone in our podcast Mike on history. Mike. Yes, our first but Mike on But not on, on headphones. <laughs> but what Gina doesn't know is in today's podcast, we have a little twist. We do? Is it, is it like, is my third, first grade teacher back there? Is this going to be like, a, this is your imperfect life? You're going to bring her out? No, no, Gina. It's not always about you. <laughs> We're going to take a break, but uh, we want to hear from our sponsor. We want you to hear from our sponsor, and we want to hear from our sponsor, and our buddies at Buddy Cruise, which offers fun, enlightening vacations for special needs families at sea. And when we come back, we'll bring Gina's husband, Mike, in with a twist. It's going to be a great episode today. So stay tuned. Pat, I hope he doesn't think he's coming on every episode like this. I come over here to escape. Oh, are we live? Calling all New England golfers. Four! Are you ready to hit the links for a good cause? Or to spend quality time in nature looking for your lost ball in the woods? Now that is something I can relate to. You're invited to join us for the second annual Buddy Cruise Open. This best ball scramble tournament will be held at Stowe Acres Country Club in beautiful Stowe, Massachusetts on Friday, June 22nd at 9 o'clock a.m. Proceeds will benefit Buddy Cruise, a 501c3 charity that provides vacations, fun, education, and support for special needs families at sea. For more information on the tournament, including sponsorship opportunities, call Big Mike at 774-420-5056. Gina and I will be there and hope to see you in the woods. Uh, I mean, course. Four! And we're back from our break. As we promise, we stick to promises, pod people. Yes, because we were raised well, and we were told, Pat, that integrity is doing the right thing when no one can see you. And just to confirm, no one can see us, right? No, they can't. Okay, that's good. Which is a good thing, because I look particularly hideous today. (laughs) But anyway, as we mentioned, we have a very special guest on the Shut Up Guest Connection. Please join me in welcoming Gina's imperfect husband, my lovable brother-in-law, favorite brother-in-law, only brother-in-law, Big Mike Gallagher. Hello, Mike. Hello, Pat. How are you? Hi, Cuddle Cakes. Just kidding. There's no cuddle and there's no cakes. (laughs) I think I'm going to be nauseous. Uh, Mike, welcome to the podcast. You are our honorary third podcast guest. I haven't had this much fun since my double root canal two weeks ago. (laughs) Oh boy, Pat, why do I feel like we've got a ham on our hands? (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I have to ask you, did you, what did you think when you came into the studio? Were you thinking that this podcast was all a ruse? I was just making it up to get out of the house. Now you see that it's legitimate. Yeah, we're in the biz. You, you see that. You're in the biz and I'm not in the biz because I don't have headphones. Right, no, yeah. they, we yeah. couldn't spring for that. But I, I don't, you've got to earn do your I stripes. Get, do, do, did I sense a little jealousy? <laughs> you want to be in the biz, I can yes, tell. I do. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Mike, we invited you here yeah, today. Yeah, why did we yes. invite him again? <laughs> I, I don't I don't think you just showed up. We did invite you here today because today we're talking about how raising special needs kids affects the marriage. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, as you and our loyal pod people know out there, you and Gina have been raising two. Did you know that you were both raising two special needs daughters, yes, which are now adults? You, yes, you were aware spe- of that? And a special needs dog. Yes. <laughs> yes. See, our dog Max has four eye contact. The for those of you who, who are unclear about that, he uh, he's either stealing from us or with his bad eye contact or he is on the autism spectrum. We haven't quite narrowed down which one yet. Mike, could you tell our good pod people out there, what is it like to be a father of special needs children? It's actually a little a little tough. You want to protect your children, especially your daughters, where they're being bullied or they're being taken advantage of, and there's really not much you can do as far as helping, being there for them. You can't go to school with them. You can't ride the bus with them. Yeah. You pretty much um, are kind of have to sit in the back and watch things unfold. Yeah, before you before you can before you can react to things, yeah. and uh, um, just it breaks my heart to see my two daughters suffer. Really I'll never does. forget when we were speaking, Patty, somewhere in Western Massachusetts, a father, a very big, broad father, came up to us with all tears in his eyes, and he said his five-year-old daughter was being bullied. She had autism, and he said, "I want to teach her. If it was a boy, I could teach her to fight, stand up to those bullies. But it's my little girl." And he said, men don't sit around and talk about what's wrong with their kids. He said, my wife, she goes to a support group. She gets it out. Men don't do that. And he said, I have so much anger in me. And I thought that was just very telling. Bad, Patty? Yeah. yeah, no, I do. It was very, it was a real eye opener. You know, seeing the dad pers- uh, perspective. But Mike, what are some of the things that you worried about as a dad? I worried, I worried about how she was being treated at school, what was going on in her day to, both their day-to-day lives. Yeah. And and it was just hard just sitting back and watching the bullying, watching the getting invitations to birthday parties and she's the only one who didn't get an invitation to yeah, a birthday yeah. party. That was the hardest That's thing. That's heartbreaking. It was it was aggravating and I bore to me it was blowing anger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember being angry at you, Mike. Um, which, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a shocker. I don't have to remember that. It was two minutes ago during the break. <laughs> what was I mad at you? But um, but I remember I was worried about so much, and I wouldn't sleep at night. And I would be next to you, and you'd be like, <laughs> like, how can he sleep? Doesn't he care? Doesn't he? Funny story about that. I remember the first night we brought Katie home from the hospital. You got up in the morning and you said, wow, she slept through the night. No, pal, you slept through the night. I've been up six times. But you did care. Oh, absolutely. Um, As a father, you care, especially with with having two daughters. You care about everything they're going through. A father is supposed to protect his daughters. Yeah. And I felt really helpless. Yeah. 
And that's that's got to be a really tough feeling. Years ago, we were speaking in New Orleans, and there was one man in the audience, and we we happened to be talking about the strain and of raising special needs kids and relationships. And I I asked him, I said, "Sir, this poor guy being the one mm-hmm. man in the audience, saying to him, why do men leave?" And without missing a beat, he said, "Because we can't fix it." And I, that to me was so telling. And then I said to him, how do we get you to stay? And he said, men are concrete, give us steps. And that was just so eye-opening for me yeah, absolutely. To, to hear from that perspective. I mean, is that is that how you felt? Like, give me, what do I need to do? Well, in a, in a lot of the cases with my job, I couldn't go to a lot. Of, I couldn't go to a lot of the meetings. My wife, Gina. I've met her. That would be me. <laughs> Went you to, might want to add lovely. Went, went, to a, went to a lot of the team meetings, and and I've been to one or two. But seeing what she goes through with those meetings, where it's almost like the uh, an inquisition, where you're being told everything your child, everything your child is not. You're being told your child is this. You're being told, well, your child will never go to school. You, you need to go to college. Your your child will never have a job. Never have a relationship. And these are the so-called experts. Mm-hmm. And. It, it it broke my heart because there's not much I could have done. I probably could have done more, attended more team meetings, attended more, uh, been involved at, with been involved. That I probably way. could cook dinner more, uh, comb my hair. We can all do things that we. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike, I, I think one of the things that we have learned as special needs parents, women, mothers, is that we celebrate. Yes, we could be doing things. We can all have things mm-hmm. we improve on. But we have to look at where our kids are, and obviously we did something well because they're both yep. they're both doing doing okay. And, and the other thing we always say is we started the day with the same number of kids. We ended the day with the same number of kids we started with. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's mm-hmm. a plus. I have a question for you. You talking about that story of why do men leave? Mike, you're not planning on leaving me anytime soon, are you? Because you do have that dental insurance. Well, what time that was is one it? of the reasons I fell in love with what you. What time is it? <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, you two crazy kids uh, have been married 27, dear God, uh, 27 <laughs> years. So you really should know each other pretty well. <laughs> okay. You keep thinking that. Well, oh. I, I do question that. And to to actually t- put that to the test, we actually have... Uh, Wait, we're having a test? We're gonna, I didn't we're, study. we're not going to have a test, but we are going to play our very first game on the imperfection connection. We're playing a game? Is, is it Wheel I of have, Fortune? Do I have to phrase no. it in the form of a question? No, 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 no. Well, you've heard of, you've heard of the newlywed game. Well, yeah. we're not going to play that. We're going to play the oldiewed game. <laughs> um, and Funny. Gina, we're going to kick you out of the studio. Wait, what? <laughs> we're going to kick you out of the studio, and you're going to have to leave the headphones behind. And you're going to have to go downstairs, and that would be in the lower level of our. Is that uh, where you have a bar? Studios. I'm sure I could find something. Coincidentally, yes. And Mike, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you some questions. Can I wear the headphones? You you can you can, while she's in her absence. Yes, you can wear the headphones. We're temporarily going biz. to let you. I'm You'll getting, be in the biz. I'm getting a little nervous though. When I leave here, how do I know that you're not just bumping me off to well, put if, Mike in the if biz? If Mike proves to be a better guest, you could be bumped. And if he looks good, if he looks better in the headphones than you do, then you've just yeah, lost your wow. job and you'll be out of the biz. But then we're going to bring you back and we're going to see how your answers match up with uh, how well Mike knows you. And uh, we'll see how he did on this little little game we'll play. 
of the okay. oldiewed game. So I have to leave is what you're saying? Uh, yes, but I think you'll be very comfortable knowing where the lower level of our studio is. Yes, which that's is true. in the bar area. I'm sure I could find something to occupy my time. Okay, uh, I guess I'll leave. I, I must say I'm a little nervous. I'm afraid. I mean, when you're in the biz, everybody wants to knock you off and take your position. I, I just fear that he could be my replacement. And, and we will be talking about you in case that you're concerned about that. But when Gina leaves, we're going to be back with Big Mike. So you're not going to want to miss this. So stay tuned. Hey, Patty, did you know that 87% of children with Down syndrome will need glasses by the time they enter preschool? I did not know that. But did you know that 100% of the hosts on this podcast need glasses too? That I knew. But what I didn't realize is that children with Down syndrome and other disabilities have a hard time finding glasses that actually fit them. I have that problem with my pants. Me too. But our friend Maria Delapino, proud mother of daughter Erin with Down syndrome and a professional with more than 30 years of experience in the vision industry, created a solution for children and adults with unique facial features to get the glasses they need. They're called Erin's World Frames, available through Maria's company, Specs for Us. Specs for Us mission is to improve the sight and quality of life for children and adults with special needs by providing custom frames. Erin's World's frames are now available in a variety of sizes and colors, Patty, and you can purchase them at eye care professional offices throughout the United States and in 28 countries. Woo! For more information, call Specs for Us at 1 800 586 1885. Or visit S-P-E-C-S, the number four, U-S dot com for helpful information. That's S-P-E-C-S, four, number four, U-S dot com. That's great. Does Specs for Us help with pants that don't fit? Sorry, Patty. You're on your own with that. We're back. If you just tuned in, we have Gina's husband, Mike, on the guest Shut Up Connection. And we're discussing the challenges of raising kids with disabilities and the difference between how Gina and Mike process it. We escorted, or rather kicked Gina the heck out of the podcast in the studio. And she's um, getting herself busy in the lower portion of the studio, which is also known as the bar, so that we could play the oldie wed game where I ask each of them questions and see if they have the same response. We're going to ask Mike questions now. So, and then we're going to bring in Gina. So are you ready, Mike? Oh, I'm ready. Ready to do this? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Mike, we do have limited time on this podcast, so I'm going to get right to the hard-hitting questions. Can you handle it? I can handle it. Okay. All right. What is Gina's favorite color? Let me think. We don't have time for that. Okay, then I'll shoot it out there. Red? Red. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Okay. What did Gina worry most about raising your daughters? The, uh, she would worry about the day-to-day things that our daughters would go through. She would attend the team meetings. What, besides just being married to Gina, what would you say was the biggest strain on your marriage? Having... um. Having two daughters with uh, disabilities, that was the biggest strain. And I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm saying it. we had to put our, put our two daughters first, which mm-hmm. good parents should always put their children first. But we really didn't have a lot of time for ourselves. Now, this is the really, th- these are the really tough questions, really hard ones coming up. What was Gina's 
favorite thing to make for dinner? Well, it was takeout. And then she learned to make chicken soup, which I've eaten so much chicken soup, I'm ready to grow feathers and lay eggs. <laughs> See, I, I would have thought her favorite thing to make was reservations, but that's just, you know, how I would have answered. That but, was before the chicken soup. Um, so in our final question, which is probably the most difficult one, I'm going to give you a hypothetical. If mm-hmm. you can imagine, Mike, and I know this is probably difficult, but imagine Gina is at a bar and the waiter or waitress says... Would you like the 16-ounce or the 20-ounce as in a brewski? Mm-hmm. What would Gina's response be? Oh, it'd be a 20-ounce, of course. The 20-ounce. Now, see me? I would have said a 36, but that's just me. <laughs> anyway, you did a great job, Mike. Well, Very I... great answers. Excellent answers. What do I get for a pounding gift? Do I get the Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid board game? You'll get the Ronco Toastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> No, you did it. You did a great job, and we're going to bring Gina back, and we're going to see how well you know Gina. All right, thank you. Has your ship carrying your dream of perfect children sailed? Or is in the case of us, has it sunk completely? As imperfect authors and sisters, we invite you to join us for a life-changing imperfect parenting journey in our book. Shut up about your perfect kid, a survival guide for ordinary parents of special children. You'll learn how to let go of parental expectations and love the reality. And get proven and practical advice from other imperfect parents living in the trenches. Best of all, our book is easy to read. With pictures. To get your copy of Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, visit barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. Well, pod people, if you're just tuning in, today's episode is about relationships, or more specifically, how special needs children affect them. To demonstrate this point, we've asked Gina's husband, Mike, to join us. We've been playing a little game called the Oldiewed Game. Some of you may have remembered it as a newlywed game, but since it's about Gina and Mike, it's the Oldiewed Game. So Gina and Mike have been married for, what did you guys say, 27 years? Mm-hmm. Who's counting? Yeah. Shocking. 27 long years. Long for both of you, I'm sure. So to demonstrate the differences between Gina and Mike, we did have Gina bound and gagged, and we had her leave the studio while I asked Mike some hard-hitting questions about his imperfect bride. So now we've brought Gina back. Oh, it's good to be back. That's debatable. And now we're going to see how well... Mike's answers matched up to how Gina responds. At the risk of sounding like Goldilocks, um, someone's been wearing my headphones. <laughs> oh, did he stretch them out? Yes, he did. He has a big head. The bigger brain, maybe. <laughs> I doubt that, but go ahead. Uh, were your ears ringing while you were gone? I had a feeling you guys were talking about me. I tried to listen. I tried to. You have very thick walls, by the way. I tried to put up a glass. Of course, there was wine in it, so (laughs) it made it a little more difficult. Oh, dear. Um, Okay, so are we ready to do this? Let's do it. All right. Well, I asked Mike what your favorite color was. You know what, Patty? I've had a lot of changes in my life, and I, I fluctuate with my feelings and different things and my opinions on things. But the one thing I have stayed for my... 39 years of existence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've really stayed true to the same color. And I know Mike knows this. My favorite color is blue. Uh Uh-oh. What did you say? It said red. Red? 
Red. What mm. have I ever like? What's what do I like that's red? Blood, Mars. Hello, blue mm. sky, ocean, blue, blue, blue. Your eyes are blue. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, now, now this your eyes are This is not off okay. to a good start. Are there any divorce attorneys, marriage <laughs> counselors out there? Shocker. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> let's move on. Gina, I asked Mike, what did he worry most about? Or what did you worry most about when you were raising your daughters? I worried about everything, but I think the thing that kept me up most at night, besides his snoring, was the future. I was always worried about the future. Okay. Did he say that? No. Something <laughs> something close to it. We'll we'll have to give him that one after oh, he muffed God. on the color. I'm sleeping with a stranger. <laughs> um, that's that's not no, that yeah, kind that's of podcast. Not, not that kind of podcast. I've been sleeping at my age. Believe me. Okay. The other hard hitting question we asked Mike was, "What was your favorite thing to make for dinner?" Knowing him, being the wise guy that he is, he probably said like takeout. Right. Yes. Yes, did he, he did. Say that. Yes, did, he did. Did he give me any credit for making anything? Because I, I do have one thing that I cook that he actually requests. He actually asks for it. Reservations? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a given. <laughs> oh, okay. No, my chicken soup. Mom taught oh, me how to make. Oh, he did say that. You did. Yes, yes he did. Ah, uh, buttercup. Nice job. Okay. Clam cake. <laughs> Clam oh cake. dear. There's hope for us. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Slim go that far. What was the biggest strain on your marriage besides each other? Besides my cooking, <laughs> um, the biggest strain on our marriage. Well, I, and I don't. I want to say this very carefully. I think it was raising our daughters, not because of our daughters, just because when they were both struggling, it took all of our energy. I know in my particular situation, you know, I was so focused on them that I didn't really have time for Mike, and I was fortunate enough that Mike wasn't exceptionally needy and he allowed me to be there for our kids and he put himself last and a lot of men wouldn't do that I think that's um, one of the qualities besides his dental insurance that I love most about him wow we should see about getting Hallmark cards as a sponsor Mm. after that my goodness well that was a lot of fun I don't know if it was fun for the two of you or if either one of you is going to make a call to a marriage counselor or not I had fun Oh, I had a blast. Yeah, oh, okay. I just good, I, I just still can't get over Because it's the, all about fun. I just still can't get over the red thing. <laughs> like, what have I ever said about red? All right, well, we're going to take a break, and you can call your marriage counselors, and I think I'm going to go make myself a drink, because the two of you make me want a drink. <laughs> and we're going to be back with our final segment, including the Old Bag Mailbag. But first, we have a message from those Fine people at Shut Up Industries. Seriously, Mike? Red? Red? Speaking about all this imperfection, Patty, do you think the loyal pod people would like to hear about our imperfect speaking? You mean our Massachusetts accents? I think they picked up on those already. Wicked funny, Patty, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our imperfect speaking. You know, how we travel around the country, speaking to different groups about the joys and challenges of imperfection. Oh, yes. I love getting out of the house. I I mean speaking. Yes, and if you're planning an event, a fundraiser, or training, we invite you to think about inviting the imperfect speakers. Us? Yeah, Patty. Why not us? Us. Well, for more information on our speaking workshops, including our parent-teacher workshop, No More Pencils, No More Books, 
No more parents and teachers giving dirty looks. Email us at info at shutupabout.com or call 978-857-4566. That information again is info at shutupabout.com or 978-857-4566. Patty, I'm going to wait by the phone, just like I did in my dating days. I hope this goes better than that did. And we're back. Before we get into the old bag mailbag, I have forgotten, because I am imperfect, we did have one other question for Mike, and that was, it was a hypothetical so on the rare occasion that Gina is at a bar, and what are the, the waiter, chances of I that know, happening? A, a waiter or a waitress says, "Would you like the twenty ounce or the 16? The answer would be, "Well, I would say I'll have the thirty-six ounce." Yes, that's what I would have said, but that's not what Mike. Would <laughs> what have did said. Mike say? I said twenty ounce. Oh God! It's like, yeah. Okay. God, you think you know a man? <laughs> okay. So as we were saying, let's get to the. Old bag mailbag. And Mike, it's customary with our guests that we allow them to read the mail. So would you do us the honor of reading? Trisha from Ohio writes, Patty and Gina, I really enjoyed to hear from Katie on the last episode. Will she be back again? Hmm. I suppose she will. She enjoyed it. I, I, th- I think Katie had a lot yes. a, a, a very good time. In fact, I think people found Katie's response is very, very insightful. And I think it, it's terrific to hear from an adult themselves talking about what it's like to go for disability. So I think we'll have her back. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we probably won't get anybody else. But so, she's kind of yeah. busy right now cleaning her room. And, you know, it depends, yeah. you know. Our daughter cleaning her room. I know. <laughs> what, what do we, have we thought what happens when we run out of family to come on the podcast? Well, we do have a big extended family. Mom was one of 10 and dad was one of five. So we fit a lot of cousins. Thank you, Mike, uh, for participating with the Old Bag Mailbag. Anything to help the two old bags. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I have to say that. I have some breaking news. Really? Yes, I do. It's from our brag desk. All right. Okay. And uh, this one comes to us from Becky, who shares my 17 and a half year old son with mood disorder, ASD, that's autism spectrum disorder, scoliosis, connective tissue disorder, just finished 100 hours of volunteering and is now eligible for tuition free into the state college he was accepted to. Awesome. I honestly don't know what makes me happier. The fact he got accepted to college, he wants to go. He spent 100 hours interacting with people over the last year, or he will come out of college debt-free. I say all those things should make you happy, Becky. Congratulations, and congratulations to your son. That's amazing. That is outstanding. Kelly says, my 12-year-old son, who has high-functioning autism, came into the house earlier this evening to tell me the neighbor from across the street was outside and he talked to her. He usually only talks to her if we're with him or her dog is with her. That's wonderful. That is fantastic. And we have, rounding out the brag desk, we have one from Catherine who shares, my 25-year-old son who has suffered with Tourette syndrome, Asperger's, auditory processing disorder, ADHD, bipolar, and addiction issues is learning to drive. Hashtag overcoming. That is awesome, Catherine. That is fantastic. Congratulations to all of you. And please, we encourage those of you who are following the podcast or subscribed to the podcast or listening to the podcast, please send us your brags. Send them to us at 
bragdesk at shutupabout.com. That address again, Patty? Bragdesk at shutupabout.com. That is terrific. I, I do, I'm giving Mike, Mike a little bit of a hard time today, but... Really? Yeah, I know. But one of the things that I think is so amazing about this handsome man that I married is that... Oh, he's uh, sucking when, up. Not to mention the fact that he's an incredible, loving, and wonderful and supportive father of his daughters. But our kids would not be where they are today if Mike didn't allow me to focus on them and getting them what they need. That That's really nice. And you are wonderful. And you're oh, also butter still supporting. Buns. You're, I uh, love you. Oh, again, not that kind of a podcast. I don't know how many <laughs> times you, I have to say it. <laughs> I'm just glad that Mike could see, Patty, that we are a legitimate podcast. We are committed to the biz. We have been at it for a long time now. We go back to four and seven eighths podcasts because mm-hmm. we're almost done with this one. And we're going to come back again with another one, right, Patty? That's right. We are. That would be number six. Right. And don't ask us what it's about because we like to be surprised too, just like all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, Patty, that pretty much is a wrap. Are you, I'm assuming you're going to stay with me as your podcast partner. Yes, uh, we are. Uh, but we do want to tell you how you can find our podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Try to say that fast three times. And Podbean. Yes, we invite you to connect with us on our Facebook page, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, on Twitter at Shut Up About Com. We also had a meetup group. So if we're speaking in your city or town, and by the way, did we mention that we go out and speak? But I don't anyway, think we have. We have a meetup group. It's called the Imperfection Connection. And if we are speaking in your city or town, we will try our best to schedule a meetup. So thank you all for listening, assuming you are listening. And we will see you next time. And, but before we do, we would like to thank you again, thank Mike, you, for Mike. joining you us. You were an incredible guest. Oh, you, um, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, thank I don't you. know if Mike will be back. My next husband might, because we may not survive this. <laughs> we, we may not, but I, I would like to give Mike an honorary pair of headphones. So we will see you next time. Stay Same safe pod and channel. Stay safe and imperfect out, out there. there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.